Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Jason Sayan. Jason is the founder of I Am Sayan. Please welcome Jason Sayan. Hey, Jason, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Tom. How are you? I'm wonderful, man. Good to, good to have you back with us again. Yeah, no, thanks. It was great to see you out in Denver. It was. We had a nice breakfast together and uh, talked about uh, some cool stuff that we're going to do together uh, uh, in 2024. And uh, it was great. So, uh, Smartpreneurs, we, we have uh, Jason Sayan back with us. Uh, he has a company called I Am Sayan. And he is uh, the professor of process, man. He's a process architect. A uh, great guy to get to know if, if you don't know him already. And hopefully you're watching our podcast with Jason and reading the blogs uh, already anyway. So Jason's got a new blog out on our Smartpreneur blog series. And it's called, Can Your Client Visualize What Your Project Management Looks Like? Great title. Makes a lot of sense. And, and uh, if you read the blog, you'll see some examples of that as well. So, Jason, let me dive right into it. Uh, you know, the scope of work section of the proposal uh, many times seems to be just breezed over, you know. Um, and in this week's blog that you wrote, you discussed the importance of, uh, of milestones and timelines and uh, really uh, explaining the expectations that the, that the client might ha have. So would you expound a little bit uh, on the importance you know, for our smartpreneurs of those subjects? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, most organizations, they're operating out of their head. And as a result, their employees are just constantly reacting to everything that comes their way. And so by identifying the project milestones and timelines, you can actually set the expectations and put your team in a position to manage exceptions rather than be managed by them. And you're always gonna have situations arise on your projects that are out of your control you know, especially the industry that we live in. So by visualizing your project management, you can identify where all the project, uh, you know, milestones are like uh, resource planning, product procurement, and basically set up your employees to provide an amazing experience for your clients. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, you, you talk a lot about the, the, the client experience uh, visual workflow map, uh, which uh, is a re really great idea. Uh, because more than words, I love the idea that, you know, it's visual. They can see this thing, right? So 
why would this be such an important tool for uh, for this part of, of the of the conversation and how is it best used yeah so you know i'm really big proponent of all things visual because 65 percent of adults are visual learners and it's been stated that we can process 60,000 images 60,000 times faster than text uh you know tom have you ever purchased anything and assembled uh something from ikea oh yeah yeah so you know their instructions are done in pictures and that's done on purpose because it's kind of a universal language for communication. So going back to why this is important, you know, setting expectations for the client is extremely important. Typically when integrators sign a new contract, all the details about product selections, phases, payment schedules, you know, project timelines, it's usually buried in terms and conditions. So, you know, is the client going to read it? And even if they do, are they going to remember it six months to a year from now when the project starts? So this client experience map helps identify all the stages of the project. And so you can use it during your initial meeting to kind of lay out what the experience is going to be like. And again, most importantly, set expectations. And so for each phase, you can explain, here's what we're going to do. And here's what we need you to do. So for example, hey, in the pre-wire phase, we're going to install all the cabling and infrastructure but we're gonna need you to come do a site walk to identify all the device locations. And then once that's completed, we're gonna send a progress payment that needs to be paid before moving forward, right? And so that's how you're gonna explain it to them, but you're gonna have a visual to back it up. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, what, what else can it do? Are there, are there other aspects of this? Well, again, communicating with clients is something I hear a lot of integrators struggle with. You know, first challenge is the medium in which you communicate. Is it text, is it phone, is it email? But then there's also the type of communication like, hey, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Client, we need you to do X, right? Or it's time to pay this invoice. And again, you know, from contract to when those things start to happen, they may have forgotten what the process is. So you end up again, just reacting to the client and you're trying to get the project to move forward. And clients don't always respond quickly. So now you have this bottleneck and you have this project that's really stalled. And that can also create a bad experience for the client. So when you have this experience map, now this is a template for how all the communication is gonna handle throughout your project. Again, you're showing it to the client in the beginning stages to set expectations. And then you're simply using this template or your team's using this template as a way to communicate at all the phases. They know exactly how to update the client in terms of what was done and what was completed and tell the client what they actually need from them. And again, it's almost like creating a muscle memory. The client's seen this multiple times. Um, it's just setting expectations and, and allowing everybody to be proactive. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So how would our smartpreneurs uh, uh, go about, you know, starting to create a client experience visual workflow? What would your recommendation be on that? So I see a lot of companies that on their website have a start to this and they always have a section that says our process and, and that's great uh, but it's really more of a piece of marketing where a potential client can kind of read what the process of working with them is like but the client experience map is something completely different and so to kind of lay this out you know sit with your team define your project phases and within each phase ask them you know what do we deliver to the client during this phase and what do we need from them and then you can take those answers and kind of package it up into a one page sheet. So if you look online um, and you Google search vertical templates, that's the type of you know, infographic that you're trying to create. And typically they'll have five or six sections all on one page. And that should align with the different types of phases that you have. 
And one thing you want to think about when you're going through this exercise is at each phase is what are we always waiting on from the client that slows us down? So today I hear a lot of complaints of getting, you know, uh, user passwords and logins, right, to all the different apps and music sure. services. So again, if we're asking for that when we're out installing final product, it's probably already too late. So those are the things that you're trying to call out on the sheet are the things that would slow you down that you're waiting on from the client and build that into something in the beginning that can set expectations. Now, is every client going to adhere to that? Probably not. But if right now only 20% of the clients are responding quickly, and by doing this process and putting this together, you can get that percentage up to 50 or 60%, you've already increased a ton of efficiencies. And this experience back can be part of your proposal, right? Because the more they see it and the more it's put in front of them, the more it just sets expectations for everyone. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Well, Smartpreneurs, I learned a lot. I hope you did as well. Uh, Jason, if someone wanted to reach out to you and, and, and bring you into their company, you do this a lot, of course, uh, to come in and talk about uh, process and other things, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? So they can head over to my website, which is IamSan.com, and then reach out through the Contact Us link to send an email and set up an appointment. Sounds good. Well, Smartpreneurs, thanks for joining us. Uh, tune in next week for another Smartpreneur podcast. And uh, check out the existing ones that are up. There's lots and lots and lots of knowledge up on our website. If you go to SimpleReliable.com and click on Resources, you'll see the Smartpreneur blog. You'll also see the Smartpreneur podcast. It's all free information for you. Uh, we're all just trying to help you uh, with your business as best we can. So, Jason, thanks for being with us again, and we'll see you again soon. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Bye.